Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, Snorefest 2019, Parables, and we have part one of our interview, Leon Logothetis, host of The Kindness Diaries. Um, <laughs> um, how am I supposed to start? Am I supposed to say something funny? Am I supposed to say something witty? Am I just supposed to talk? Am I just... Up to you, yeah. do you want to start this? One. Well, I think I've started to enough, thank you very much. Okay. Welcome, my friends, to... Sleepy Town. Right. I'll t- tell you one thing about podcasts. Now, I don't know, we're 80 episodes in there, so I don't know if you've got the memo, but uh, I don't know if anybody sent you the email, but you're not meant to have a lot of silence <laughs> on podcasts. It's, we leave it for dramatic effect. Do you? Yeah! Oh, okay, that's what you're doing. I didn't, re- I didn't realise... No, this is the kindest project on Sleepy Town. I feel like I have to, I have to clear that up. Maybe, maybe we should start one called Sleepy Town. I don't it's know. It's just maybe. snoring sound effects. <sighs> you know what? That would be quite soothing. Just imagine a podcast that was all about snoring and literally you just snored all the way through. Just <laughs> welcome to... It would be like an insomniac. Like someone's, it's just someone snoring underneath it. It's a fact about how snoring can help you sleep over and over and over. But again. you know what? I think snoring might be infectious. You know how when people yeah. yawn, it's infectious. Yeah. Maybe like snoring would perform the same function. Let's not try it today. We haven't even introduced but, ourselves. But for a special episode, episode 182, if we ever get there, we're going to have a snoring, kindness project snoring no, episode, special. Episode, episode 90 because you know like cloud nine and stuff I don't know maybe anyway this isn't Snorfest 2019 this is The Kindness Project and I am with a girl who makes me glow with pride see what I did there <laughs> see what I did there it's Charlotte Dames I hurt my hands um, I'm Jumbo Man is so proud of his work he's even got his laptop decorated <laughs> I know I like my new branding you know what I need now a kindness project laptop because I don't know if you've heard we've got merch I know we, we don't mention the merch enough you can buy I'm a a yeah. kindness project t-shirt I'm thinking of getting myself a little kindness project polo shirt from our holiday we've, got a, we've, we've both got kindness project shirts t-shirts I'm thinking of getting a polo from holiday. I'm thinking of getting the pi- uh, Kindness Project uh, uh, Mel's mat. You can get one of those, can't you? Yeah, I was thinking about seeing if I could go on in there and get stickers and get one for my phone. Maybe. Phone covers we've got. You know, you can get a wide range of Kindness Project merch. And where can you find that? On the website. Oh. <laughs> Just somewhere on the website. Just somewhere on the website you can find merch. And 100% of the money we raise from that merch goes to Charlotte. I mean, charity. I mean, have you, have you been pocketing the merch money or not? didn't even know we were getting merch money. I don't know where it goes. I think Russell deals with it. So let me rephrase that. 100% of the merch money goes to um, Russell. Um, it goes somewhere. <laughs> it goes somewhere. And you it goes get somewhere. A bit of merch. Yeah, have a bit of have a bit of kindness project merch. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we we'd like to see that. I need to check with our esteemed editor on whether we're getting That's any merch. That's if anyone's actually buying this. Don't know. Don't know. Don't know. But people are listening in their thousands now because Ooh. I got an email over the weekend to tell us that we are the seventeenth happiest podcast in 
it amazing, isn't it? Is that amazing news or what? Amazing news. A little. That's our, that's our news segment done for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Candice News, we're brilliant. Job done. Job done. I love it. I love it. So we are, we did get a, 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 a I don't know how. We should, we should just start a motivational quote segment every, every just like, you're wicked you are. Yeah. I don't know if you're wicked would be counted as a motivational quote, but. Maybe. What's your favourite motivational quote? Um, it's, it's not a quote, it's a poem. Go on and give me some poem. Have we got, have we got enough time for the poem? Uh, it's kind of like something. Um, uh, I can't remember it. Uh, fires in our souls, something. It's the poem's called Ninety-three Percent Stardust. Uh, okay, who's it by? Nikita Gill. Okay, well, I, the, I like Nikita and, Gill. And the last line is just, we we're, we're all just stars that have human names, and it's just, it's a nice little poem that reminds us we're all made of the same things as stars are, and we're all brilliant in our own way. I like the I like the parable, right? So my one isn't a motivational quote, either. It's a parable. Uh, a uh, Native American, an old Native American with his, oh. with his son um, or with his grandson says, um, within each of us you have two wolves. One is love and kindness and happiness and optimism and one is hate and anger and revenge and pessimism uh, and they're fighting all of the time. And the boy goes, who wins, who wins? And the old wise man just looks and goes, the, the one, one you feed. feed. That's amazing, isn't it? That's an amazing little story. I like that. Um, so, so what yeah. You, what if you feed both of them? <laughs> Who wins then? But, but the reality is we do, as humans, we do feed both of them all the time, yeah. don't we? But it's the one you try and feed the most, which is why... Well, if you feed both of them equally. I don't, is it possible to do that? I don't think it is. There's always going to be... You'll have some occasions where you feed one more than the other. But the idea is is that... Why are we talking about feeding wolves all of a sudden? Um, uh, you're, you're in a yes, position where most week. people will have a preference. And if you see a wolf, don't feed it. They do bite. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, we are, we are officially the 17th most happy podcast on the planet. Damn it, who's number 16? Well, listen, I'm super competitive, so next year I want to get number 12, at least. I want to get in the top 10. Anyway. We have been running a year. Yeah, we have been running a year. We've been running... We, we are nearly 80 episodes in. This is episode number 79. And still all systems go. We've still got some amazing guests lined up. We've got people coming on to, to talk to us. And uh, our guest today, which I'll tell you a little bit about later on, is particularly spe- spectacular. Wait, this is episode 80? 79. We've still not done a year and a half of the content. Wait, I think... 52 divided by 2 is 26. Right. 52 plus 26 is 78. Okay. 78 episodes is a year and a half, and we're on to episode 79. Happy year and a half anniversary! Happy year and a last half! Last week. Have we been doing this for a year and a half? Yeah. You know what, as well, we've never, ever missed a week. Oh. Ever. Ever. We that, thought we get close sometimes, that, but we do kind of close. That's more down to Russell than us, yeah. but we've never, ever missed a week. But we just ran on Anyway, would you like? <laughs> yeah, he normally just pokes us with a big stick, going, 
Content, please. Content, please. I was like, yes, uh, I need this content by this yeah. date. Otherwise, whoopsie yeah. daisy, yeah. no episodes. Yeah, so normally he pokes me and I poke you. That's the way it works. <laughs> yeah. um, right. I'm poking a bear. Anyway, <laughs> he pokes the bear, I poke the dog. <laughs> <laughs> metaphorical, metaphorical. <laughs> he pokes the gruffalo and I poke the rabbit. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, so, today's question of the podcast, in case you might want to know, is <laughs> what's the world's best sandwich filling? Just one? You can have whatever you want in it. Oh, well, I I did make this really weird, epic sandwich. Go on then, tell us about this epic sandwich. Ham and cheese and salsa and mayonnaise. I stuffed it all in the microwave. What? Oh, that's great. Sorry, ham, cheese, (laughs) salsa, mayonnaise, microwaved... Not toasted, not like a... Uh, toasted in the microwave. Toasted You give it a double oven. No, okay, so I toasted it, then I put the ham and the cheese in, and then I stuck it in the microwave, and then I took it out and put the salsa and mayonnaise in. Right, so you went, for, <laughs> you went for cold salsa and mayonnaise. That sounds like a nightmare. Not anything else. Anyway, I'm sure our esteemed listeners can come up with better answers than that. Um, uh, and we, oh, I don't know. See, I like I like to keep it simple. I like a cheese pickle sandwich. Okay. I like a um, I like a bumper sandwich. So my favourite sandwich is actually a burger, right? So so I had a burger once. So have I ever told you the story? Which one? Um, the you one. Have a lot of burgers in the I have had too many burgers actually. But this particular time was when I was in my early 20s and I went to a burger van. And he said to me, it was outside a pub in East London in a place called Beckton, right? So I'm in outside this burger van and the guy went, he, the guy goes, uh, do, you want, do you want a burger? Yeah, I'll have a burger. Do you want two burgers? Yeah, two burgers. Uh, do you want a piece of bacon? Yeah, fried egg, two of them. Right, do you want gherkins? Yes, please. Lettuce? Yes, please. Do you want a sausage? No worries, bang that in there. And literally, the guy closed the lid on the burger thing. He couldn't close it. So I had to walk home, a little bit drunk, to be fair, balancing my burger as I go, right? As I go. And I got it in my house. I woke up in the morning having the burger eaten, enjoying it, but half of the egg down my shirt. It wasn't a particularly pleasant eggs experience. Eggs very, not, very, very difficult to avoid getting them. They, they are eggs and aren't they? But the reality of it is... Um, uh, Best sandwich I've ever had? Probably the best, most memorable sandwich I've ever had. Um, is a burger on a sandwich? We can cover off that yeah. one later. But um, I'm off bread at the minute. I'm not eating that much bread. <gasps> so even though I've asked the question about sandwiches... But we had bread pudding last night. Oh, bread pudding is the exception. But I'm not having that many sandwiches because I'm trying to um, cut down my bread intake which is a bit of an interesting one if anybody from the if anybody from the sandwich um, uh, promotion board is listening I'm very sorry um, anyway no, I still love sandwiches just not wraps <laughs> <laughs> you had a look of disdain on your face when you, you were talking about wraps you can't put meat in wraps 
it just it's gross. No. How about wrapping the microwave after you put some mayo and salsa and ham and cheese in? Cold meat and wraps just doesn't work. Okay, fair enough. Even All if right. the meat's not cold anymore, it's still cold meat if it's like that it's just fair enough I'll, I'll take your word for it um so where can people uh, get in touch with us the internet <laughs> just google us we're, 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 we're all over the shop we're on the kindnessproject.co.uk on twitter at Polar kindness um on facebook under the kindness project you can find us all over the show so please do please do um i think we're on instagram now as well i don't check instagram that much i do um, um, and, and don't forget we sell merch do we? yeah oh, um, uh, so that's it should we get on the show? sure go on then so this week we've got a very special guest yeah. we've got Leon Logothetis <laughs> now Leon, Leon Logothetis uh, you might know because he's got a Netflix show oh, this dude so uh, you were there on the interview when we interviewed. It was ages ago. Um, we interviewed him. Um, he was in New York and we were in uh, this office. Yeah, we were in the office. Um, and uh, Leon is an incredibly kind guy. Runs a, he's got a couple of uh, Netflix documentaries uh, called The Kindness Diaries, where basically he travels around the world being amazingly kind. And he's I got. Well, he does this thing where he relies on the kindness of strangers, and when they're kind to him, he finds people that he can help where he can repay that kindness. So we talk about that in the interview, but we also talk about his new book, Be More Kind. Would you like to hear the interview? I mean, I already know what the interview's about for once, but yeah. Hi, Leon, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing all right, actually. I'm doing, are you doing all right, Charlotte? Yeah, I'm actually here for one of these interviews for once. Yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte's normally at school when we do these interviews, so she never gets uh, involved. But um, normally when we do transatlantic ones, because of the time difference, you... Yeah, you I can, I can right pop now. on and yeah. have a little chat. Yeah, have a little chat. Have a chinwag. Have a good chinwag, I do. I mean, I, I was thinking of ending it, because Leon's a Liverpool fan, and do, do you know what I mean? They're just, they're just too smug there. Nice, nice. They're just too smug to speak to, but we. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, because he's a lovely guy and he does loads of good stuff. <laughs> we thought we'd have a chat with him. Um, so, Leon, people will have heard of you from your Netflix uh, work and your book, but uh, just for those in our audience who haven't heard of you, can you tell us a little bit about you? Sure. Uh, so basically, I used to be a broker. Yeah. In, in the city of London. Yeah. And, uh, Rafa Benitez called me up and said, do you want to become my, my, my main striker? <laughs> and I said yes, and I scored 197 goals in 115 games. Oh, that was good. That was good. Yeah, was that in your own imagination, yeah? It was, it was. <laughs> um, um, I, I used to uh, be a broker, and uh, I um, found myself to be, you know, really quite disconnected and depressed and... You know, sitting behind this desk, not really living my own life. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I stumbled across the movie The Motorcycle Diaries, which is a romanticized version of Che Guevara yeah. traveling around South America on kindness. And there was something really beautiful about that movie that really touched my heart in a very profound way. Um, and I ended up, uh, to cut a long story short, quitting my job mm. and uh, started to travel around the world lying in kindness. Okay. 
And that's kind of like the short version of, of how I ended up doing what I do. And, and what, how, how did you make that transition? Because I'm sure people listening to the podcast would be thinking about making their life more, more kind, but are, but are in a pretty set routine where um, part of the challenge is, is lack of time. So how did you... I mean, it's quite a bold move to do that, right? What was the, uh, what was the, what was the small steps that you took towards that? Well, it, it was kind of a, um, a process. Okay. So it was an accumulation of, of, of stuff that got me to the point where I quit my job. Yeah. Saying that the thing that pushed me the most was was pain. You know, I was in a lot of. On the outside, I had everything, but on the inside, I, I had you know a lot of emotional pain, and I couldn't take living in that way anymore. Yeah. I couldn't take sitting behind that desk and kind of not being connected to other people, not not being, not living my my greatest life. Okay. Yeah. The pain pushed me to quit. Okay. And day day one after quitting, what did you do? I, I stayed in bed. <laughs> right. I, I, I was like, oh, oh yes, this is good. But no. Uh, ultimately, I ended up. One of the first things I did was I, I hitchhiked from um, Times Square to the Hollywood sign. Okay. Uh, with very little money relying on the kinds of strangers, kind of connecting with other people. Yeah. This was this was pre you doing the documentary, wasn't it? This was without being filmed, without doing anything like that. No, no. Basically I did a show that was filmed. Okay. Uh, the the kindness diaries was done in two thousand thirteen. Yeah. So by that stage I was living in, in Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And and talk to me a little bit about um, your new book because I know you, it came out today in the States or is it today yes. worldwide yes it's called Go Be Kind yep. and mm. basically they are adventures in kindness Okay. so you get to go out into the world and spread kindness and learn what kindness really truly means and learn how to kind of feel kindness like for example one of the adventures is you have to find a kindness buddy so you two should be your kindness buddies. She's, she's right here. She's right here. Exactly. She's my one. Yeah. Okay. And you find a kindness buddy and you end up doing all the 28 adventures together. Okay. And mm. you're kind, of, kind of like an accountability partner. I like it. I like it. And um, the main aim of the journal is to change someone's life by simply being kind. Yeah. Mm. That's kind of like the last. Uh, adventure. Okay, so so I, I've read the book because I, 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 your publisher sent me a copy so I could prepare for this interview. And what I really liked is its interactive nature, right? It's written like a, a book that you can get involved with actively. Was that an intentional decision? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. wanted people to kind of, you know, it's not just a book. I wanted them kids to be able to read it and, and work on it. I wanted adults to be able to do it. Yeah. Because to me, kindness is universal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's part of who we are, whether you're eight or a hundred minutes. Do, um, do you think kids get kindness just more fundamentally than adults? Do you think it's trained out of adults to be, um, to be kind? I think that kids are definitely more connected to it. Okay. Uh, and it is, in some ways, kind of... Uh, society 
takes it away from us to a certain yeah. Yeah, we yeah. have to yeah. kind of unlearn what society tells us yeah it's, it's interesting I don't, I don't know when cynicism became particularly popular but I don't think I mean maybe maybe we're just sort of unashamed optimists but I think uh, I think I think that's 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 the way that I, I choose to live and it, it seems to work for us so uh, so that's good um, now I know I know that a lot of elements of the book uh, aren't only about being kind to others but also about being kind to yourself what do you think the what do you think the secret is to achieving that I think the answer to be kind to yourself is simply to be gentle. Yeah. Uh, you know, we wouldn't let other people treat us the way we treat ourselves. Yeah, it's interesting. It's so interesting because I just did an Instagram live, and I'm not a, I'm not a like a very good Instagram liver. <laughs> and I was, you know, promoting the book, uh, and I was like telling everyone, "Oh my god, I'm like, oh my god, I'm, I'm so terrible at Instagram live." <laughs> <laughs> should learn to be kind to yourself and I was like oh my god you're absolutely right here I am promoting a book about kindness and I'm beating myself up about being a bad Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah we, yeah. we, we have to be gentle yeah it's, it, it's interesting as well because I think there's a perception that we need to be perfect and the reality is everybody understands when you're not do you know what I mean everybody yeah. accommodates you in whatever whatever mm. way way you do what do you think Charlotte because like people should be accommodating because like no one's perfect and if you're perfect you wouldn't be on this world because clearly you have to have some kind of I don't know it's kind of mean to say you have to have some kind of flaw because no one is made perfect. Yeah, everybody's flawed, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Everybody's flawed. Yeah, everybody's flawed. Um, yeah, perfectly imperfect. Yeah, mm. ab- yeah ab- absolutely. And I think those imperfections make Yeah, you, make they make you, you individual. Well, if we were all yeah. perfect, we'd all be the same, and it's yeah, quite true. a boring world. Um, and I know, I know. I, I mean, I, I, I've got a confession to make. So I, I've I've watched the first series of your show, but I'm I'm yet to get the uh, second one, and I'm I'm sort of glad that my car is more reliable than your motorbike to be honest because because I, I, I don't know if i can handle it to be frank um but uh, and, uh, your 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 shows always involve quite a lot of travel uh, and i'm a great believer i don't know if you are charlotte that travel certainly broadens the mind because mm, you get the opportunity yeah. to to speak to all sorts of different pe- people but what has um travel taught you about kindness that's a great question. I mean, ultimately, travel has taught me that we're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. Simply want to be seen. We simply want to be heard, and we want to be loved. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what colour you are, and it doesn't matter what religion you are. At base, we're the same. Yeah. And kindness is the, one of the most beautiful ways to make someone feel seen. Yeah. So it is like the universal language. Yeah. It, is a, it is a language that we all understand. Um, and it's a shame that most of us have forgotten how to speak it. Tell me what you mean by that. We've forgotten to come from our hearts. Okay. We, we come from our heads. Yeah. We come from you know, being connected, kind of, with our phones, yet yeah. we're not really connected. Yeah. True connection comes from the heart. True yeah. connection comes from you know, one human being to another human being, or from one human being to nature. Yeah. I know this is a cliche, but we're all one. I mean, that's the reality. We are. Okay. We're connected, yet we feel so disconnected. Yeah. So, so, so. I mean, it's about 
being empathetic, isn't it? And to a certain extent, it's about listening more and talking less, I think, is, is, is the key. Um, have you... Um, I, 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 there's a bit in your book that I really enjoyed about um, when you talked about your teacher and your teacher um, inspired you to be kind. Um, what other inspirations of kindness have, have been in your life? What, apart from your teacher, who, who else has been your kindness inspirations? You know, a lot of the journeys, a lot of my travels have inspired me to be kind. Yeah. Because you go out into the world and you meet people and you get touched by their their, their hearts. Yeah. And you yeah. come home and you realise that there's a an ocean of goodness out there. Yeah. Yes, there's some bad stuff. I get it. Yeah. But the yeah. ocean is, of goodness is far greater than that than the bad. Yeah. So that was it. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed that interview, didn't yeah, I did. I yeah. laughed. Yeah, good. I think, oh, good. I think I'd laugh. It's so long ago. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Should we go to the show? Yeah, go on then. Tis the end. <laughs> did you have to? Did you have to pick up the the podcast mic and do that or not? It's my child now. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast mic is my baby. Um, so. You sound, like, sound like the king of Madagascar. The King of Madagascar. Yeah, King Who voices King Julian of Madagascar? Yeah. I don't know either. But yeah. So. Um, <laughs> right. Should we get on with the show or not? So, the end of the show is never really the end because the end, the end is, is actually the beginning, yeah. the beginning of last week's question of the podcast. And last week's. Um, last week's question of the podcast, I've just deleted from my Word document, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Let me try and open it again. Um, can you just sing I Like to Move It a bit more, just to entertain her? You like to move it, move it. We like to move it, move it. I've like just found it. it. <laughs> um, right, okay. So let me have a look. I don't think I have deleted it, actually. I think I've pressed undo and found it again. Um, you know, some people say our podcast is a bit shambolic. <laughs> This is one of the. We're not denying this it. Is one, this is one of the times when that's absolutely true. Since when have we ever denied it? <laughs> okay, so. I'm saying. Last week's question of the podcast was: If you were to open a shop with a pun-based name, what would you call it and what would it sell? And we got a combination of answers that were other shops that were pun-based and answers that told us what like answered the actual question so um russell dames uh, esteemed editor the man so silent he's now popped up in an actual podcast um, um russ said um russ said i saw a good one the other day floating on the on the web how'd you float on the web um and a white van man called jean-claude van man do you get that? No, <laughs> you don't. The floating bit you surf on the web so you can float on the web. Yeah. Uh, Glenn, Glenn May shared one, um, but I'm not sharing it because it's very, very rude. Um, and um, next, we've got um, Roberta White, friend of the show, said paint shop, have brush, will travel, Hair, hairdressers, top crop, sewing shop, pins and needles. Then Mandy Medlock's come in and said, there's a florist at a crematorium called Heaven Scent, as in S-C-E-N-T. Um, what else have we got? Lucy uh, um, Patrick said, a pub called Pickled. John Cook said, I'd have a patisserie 
or a bakery and call it cookies. Or a record shop under a railway bridge called Tracks. A couple of real life ones I've come across. Uh, a clothes shop in Barking Road called Mr. T. And when I saw Bill Bailey last year, he mentioned a record shop, unfortunately called The Vinyl Solution. Not, not good. Um, Justin Gaffney said he'd, he'd have a bespoke micro distillery for gin called Moonshine. Um, uh, and then um, Maidson Macmillan just sent us a heart. I don't know why. Uh, Roger Norrington said, the ironing shop near Dagnamy Station called Hot Pants always amuses me. Then we got into a bit of a Twitter conversation about chip shops and kebab shops. And uh, Tom Morris probably had my favourite one, Jason Donna Van. Jason Donovan. No. Do you know who Colin Minogue is? Yeah. So he was an Australian singer who was famous for a duet with Colin Minogue. Um, uh, Richard Ellis said he's got a chip shop near him called The Codfather. Um, Darren Cook had three. The Frying Place, (laughs) The Codfather, and Oh My Cod. Um, Charlie, uh, Charlie Goodman, had a bear a cuddly toy sale shop called Barely Trading. It's quite clever. And apparently there's a hairdresser in Beckenham called Cutting Remarks. Some more fish and chip shops. Codrophenia, Battered Sea Cod's Home, Assault and Battered, and New Cod on the Block. Uh, and I saw, I saw a, uh, a Tricinas, um, then already, that always makes me laugh. I don't even know if it's a pun, it just makes me, makes me laugh. And it's called Creases. <laughs> Creases. Creases. Um, and Carl Melvin said he'd open a anti-knit shampoo store called Liceland. <laughs> and that's it for this week. Um, that's all our answers. Please feel free to answer this week's question, what's the world's greatest sandwich filling? And on that particular cheerful note, as we are the world's 17th happiest podcast, bye. Are we really that happy though? <laughs> <laughs> bye. 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 bye.